We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And welcome oh, back to another my. episode of No Other Pod. I'm Jimmy, Alex as always, with my co-host Dan. Dan, we got no sporting KC matches to talk about this week, but that does not mean there was no soccer, and that does not mean there was not sporting Kansas City news. And there were a couple of big news stories that we're going to talk oh, there's about. There's stuff, dude. There is stuff. But like, uh, uh, most stuffed Oreos. <laughs> you ever had those? Gross. I have not. No, I mean, look, hot take. Hot take. I'm going to come out and say it. What are you doing? Not a big Oreo fan. Not? Okay. No. As a vegan, it's one of the only unhealthy cookies I can have. You know what I mean? <laughs> Did not know you they were vegan. Think. You're like, huh? Didn't know they were vegan. Yeah. They're like accidentally vegan or whatever. And it's like, all right. Works for me because we're going to get all those new weird flavors they do. Yeah. That cream in Oreo must not be real cream. No, definitely not. It's like, <laughs> you know, manufactured plastic or something. And yeah. It's just, you know, when they say a serving size is two Oreos. That's a lie. I say you're a liar. Yes. I call your bluff and, uh, <laughs> you know, rethink your packaging situation. You're lying to me. Because yeah. Clearly a, a serving is a sleeve and a half. Of course. That's like <laughs> so whenever, that's whenever I eat Oreos. Girl Scout cookies, like you give me some thin, I don't know. These probably definitely aren't vegan, but yes, some thin they mints. Are. Thin they mints? are. Yes. What about, okay, here's my favorites though. Samoas. Uh, can't have those. Ah, it's my, like, I can have the s'mores ones and the uh, lemon ones. I haven't tried the s'mores. Yeah, so. but and thin mints, dude. That's well, did you know there's different kind of Girl Scouts manufacturers? There's two different bakeries. Correct. So you yeah. have to look if you're someone who have I told you I'm vegan enough? You know, how do you know if someone's <laughs> vegan? They'll fucking tell you. No, if you look at different bakeries, man, like thin mints or something is vegan somewhere, but it's not at the other bakery. Ridiculous. I'm like, well, which bakery am I in? When we lived in Illinois, it was like a whole different bakery than it is in Kansas. It was wild. I uh, speaking of vegans, I uh, I'm on TikTok because I'm an old oh, person no. trying to be a young person. Doing? I don't post on TikTok. I just watch things. You're not I'll, making them. No, not. I think not, I'd be good at making them. I just haven't. I even think got you on. would be. I don't. I don't make them. I just watch things, and my algorithm is wild. But. A vegan popped up on my algorithm. Well, somebody making fun of a vegan popped up on my algorithm. But I'm watching this video. And I'm like, this feels like this. This is maybe a little too far. And I want to get your take on it. Uh-oh. Someone, this lady took banana peels, just like the peel of a banana, and like cut them into strips. 
and then like mix them in soy sauce and uh-huh. and some different spices and like let them marinate and Just then and then put it in a pan and cooked it until it was crisp and tried to call it bacon no i was like that that we, we need is okay we cannot we cannot start eating soy sauce and okay you know paprika soaked banana peels and call it bacon just to, to get vegan bacon it, it's just uh, that's weird to me For that's one, like, they make vegan bacon like tempeh right. strip seitan i'm even uh, a member of a vegan jerky of the month club that's right <laughs> herbivorous butcher up in minnesota up in minneapolis people look them up they're great they send send us a different vegan jerky every month i feel like banana bacon lady is the type of person who gives vegans a bad name she's off a rocker like bananas have to have uh poop on them right like uh like, like the outside of it the pe- yeah, absolutely i hope yeah. on the outside of it i eat the insides it's delicious <laughs> <laughs> but the outsides and by the way i'm in full-on carb load so i have like a banana a day now it's yeah. absolutely ridiculous I'm, I'm too full, Jimmy. I can't eat all this. <laughs> anyway, I've had, th- I've had three bagels today. Banana bacon lady just sent me. I was like, this is too far. Well, I can't believe you're on TikTok now. Look at that. I, I, the only TikToks I watch are the ones my wife sends me, and they're usually of dogs and yeah. uh, uh, their owner making a song over their behaviors. <laughs> yeah. I get a lot of dog and cat TikToks. I get a lot of like millennial TikToks of like people like longing for the 90s. Isn't it, it just, knows I'm old. isn't it just a, a, another site to scroll on? Like, isn't it just a time waster? It's just a scroll. Oh, yeah. Just it's like just Twitter you, or Facebook. You watch videos over and over and over. And I'll just pull it out a little bit, spend some time watching it. And there's some funny stuff. Like, were you ever on Vine? Well, it's like I, Vine. I've seen Vine. Except yeah. it's like longer than Vine. But, you know, I just, there are times when I want to be done with social media altogether. Yeah. I'm not sure how to even do that or if I would miss it. Yeah. But let's be honest, it's fake. Everyone oh, yeah. on there is not real people. It's like, are you even that person in real life? And I, I know people. I'm like, uh, I've been with you. You're boring. Why are you acting like your life's great? You've been watching the circle too much. <laughs> circle, sure. <laughs> you don't watch the circle, do you? I haven't, no, but I know okay. the premise. But like, no, like TikTok, I don't even look at it is social media, but I don't even look at it as social media because I don't okay. use it as social media. I use it solely as content. Sure. So I only watch it as like short form, funny, like, remember, like, what was it? Quibi, where they try to do like short Quibi. shows. Sure. It's like, that, that wasn't good. So TikTok, they can be like up to three minutes long now, each TikTok. And so like, it's almost like you can like do like a funny little sketch on a TikTok or whatnot. Huh. And like, so I'll like, that's what, that's what I end up having in my algorithm. Good way to get noticed. And, you know, if I were to get rid of anything, I think I'd shut down the Facebook mm-hmm. and or the Twitter, but Facebook would go first mm-hmm. because it's like, it's been ruined. Right. It's ruined. It's absolutely yes. terrible. It's the and worst. if I could step up my Instagram game and start like, you know, I, I see all you people out there showing your muscly bodies and, and your, <laughs> your bikini shots. I, I see what's going on. Yeah. If I could join that world, I would. But uh, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I'm, I, trying to, I'm trying to increase my happiness in these yeah. times, you know? Well, I've been telling you to try to get rid of your parlor account. You just won't let it go. What the fuck is that? <laughs> That's the the far right one that all the Trumpers oh. want to. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I don't have one of those. I thought you was making shit up. I was like, is that porn stuff? No, no. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm not on it. I don't know what's on there. <laughs> no, it's not. I don't know. <laughs> oh boy. Well, well, that was fun. <laughs> on that note, we got any were, reviews and stuff. No reviews this week. If you have not yet Damn. left us a review, go do it. 
hit up Apple Podcasts, hit it that hit us with that five star rating and review, and we'll read yeah. it. So thank y'all to have left. Nobody stole an iPad this week to to leave us a new rating and review. No, dude. Go, no. What's up with that? Go fucking go be criminals. Like, what are you <laughs> go, waiting for? Go be criminals. <laughs> so why haven't you done it? Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, leave us that five star rating and review, and uh, we'll read it on here on air. Well, yeah. wow, I can't talk. We'll read That's it fine. here on air. Doesn't matter, dude. There, it's just you know, it's an it's kind of an off week for us, man. With no, it is no sporting game. Uh, Woso's playing games out the out the Woso, if you will, out the <laughs> out the Wazoo. Is that can we use that? Yeah. No, no, cut that out. That was dumb. Nope. Staying in. <laughs> yeah, no uh, no sporting games. Woso, uh, you were out there last week. I think you're going to be out there again this week. Hey, so. man, like they're showing some freaking strides, dude. Like the mm-hmm. past two games, they get three points each game. Yeah. And then this past one, they draw with the top team. Like it's happening. that's pretty great. It's happening. Like if, if, if Seattle came to us and, and we drew with them, we'd be ecstatic. We'd be yeah. like, this is great. You know, yeah, and, and I think so. So when you draw with the top team, that's something to be proud of. And, you know, they play, I think Houston comes to town tonight for them. So USA game tonight again, we'll get into that. We got a couple, a couple of those games to talk about it. I want to know who's on the, who's on the need a new coach train and who's on the <laughs> give it a bit more train, you know, that depends on the night. It really does. We're a bunch so. of fair weather fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that here in a little bit. Uh, there was a couple of Sporting KC news stories, like we mentioned. Uh, neither of them great <laughs> to varying yeah. degrees. Do we have good stories? Other than Seth Sinovic was on last week. That was great. That's a great story. Always great. Love Seth. Go Whatever listen to that else. if you have not listened uh, to our, our discussion with Seth Sinovic. So, but, uh, you know, We've been asking, or we've been getting asked for a while. Yeah. What's going on with Felipe Hernandez? And we're speculating. We're like, hey, hey, place your bets if it's this. Place your oh, bets if it's, if it's that. No, Let me no, know. No. no. Is that not? Was that wrong? Uh, I uh, I chastised someone on Twitter for making a joke out of it. So, I was I joking? Oh, I see what I I see what you think that I did there. I was okay. My bad. <laughs> um. <laughs> We've we've been chastise me, dude. I don't I don't even like what's that even mean? Another I don't know. I you know I, belts and shit. I I I cannot be held liable for what Dan says on the podcast. We all know that by now. It is fine. Okay. That's that's a silly <laughs> little joke. it's not like I'm up there, you know, talking about uh trans people like Dave Chappelle or anything. Okay. No, that's I'm not even Jesus, uh, Dave. I'm not even on that level. So let's yeah. just let's relax. Dave needs to chill. Um <laughs> but we, we've been wondering for a while if it was a family issue or what. And, and then it sort of came out uh, this past Friday that Felipe Hernandez uh, has been suspended for the, at least the remainder of the year uh, for, for betting on MLS matches. Um, and God, we, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to read some of the facts of it first, and then I'm going to read Felipe's statement and, and I want to hear your thoughts on it. And then I'll, I'll, I'll let you know some of the stuff that, that Peter said, but the facts are that Major League Soccer has suspended Felipe Hernandez without pay for the remainder of 2021 due to violations of the league's gambling integrity rules and standards of conduct. Hernandez engaged in extensive and unlawful sports gambling while a member of Sporting Kansas City that include placing wagers on two MLS matches in direct contravention. Contravention, that's an interesting word, of that's league rules. Uh, MLS apparently initiated the investigation back on July 5th 
after Felipe disclosed to SKC that he was concerned about his personal safety due to gambling debts. And then uh, it says MLS and SKC immediately took steps to refer the matter to law enforcement and ensure that Felipe received the necessary support and counseling. Uh, they did an independent investigation. He's been suspended since July pending completion of the MLS and law enforcement investigations, both of which have now concluded. Um, basically, they found that he, like I said, engaged in extensive and unlawful sports gambling. Uh, he placed bets, bets on two MLS matches, but they say Sporting KC was not a participant in either of those matches. Uh, there was no evidence that Felipe passed, uh, possessed confidential or otherwise non-public information. Uh, no evidence that uh, he ever bet on a match involving his own team. No evidence that the integrity of any MLS match was impacted and no evidence uh, of any other gambling by MLS players. So that, and they finished by saying Felipe cooperated fully um, and that if any new information comes to light, the league reserves the right to revisit the investigation. So, well, first of all, I think what happened is here is he turned himself in. He did. Like he wasn't even found out. So, like that's that's a good person. That's mm -hmm. an that's an integrity of a good person. Dare I say kid? I say kid because he's like a lot younger than us. He's like twenty one, like twenty three. I, I think. Know. Yeah. Not a kid. Okay. Very much an adult. Made an adult mistake. Um, got to learn from it. It's so easy for a lot of us though to make jokes, to judge a little bit because mm -hmm. we don't know that fucking situation we don't yeah. know the problem i'm not even a gambler so i don't know how it would feel to be addicted to something right i've i used to smoke cigarettes like a decade ago i know how that feels yeah i used to enjoy beer a lot for very i would drink during uh sporting events well guess mm -hmm. what folks there's a sporting event just about every freaking night <laughs> boom alcoholism uh you know but i don't know what it's like to gamble and really need to gamble so right this is wild apparently he has an ally in jimmy nielsen who has also had gambling issues but in the past yeah jimmy so, nielsen has kind of like taken him under his wing as a sponsor throughout yeah. his treatment and so. everyone thinks like oh felipe's gone and it's like no he's not peter said you know assuming everything goes okay we we welcome him back uh in january yeah that's so, a wild statement by the way like that's not something i expected to hear from Peter. Yeah, I, I want to dig into that a little bit more. I'm, I'm going to read Felipe's statement here first, because I think it's important to get Felipe's own words here, because he tweeted out a statement um, that I think was, is, is, it's important to read. So he says, this summer, I stepped away from soccer, the game that means so much to me, and began receiving treatment for a gambling addiction. Over the last several months, I've been able to reassess, take responsibility for my actions and get the proper care for something that has greatly affected me. As I continue my mental health recovery, I want to thank Major League Soccer, the Sporting KC Club Ownership Group, the MLS Players Association, my agents at Wasserman, my coaches, teammates, family, and fans for their support. To everyone who has reached out, it is greatly appreciated. I look forward to doing everything possible to get back on the field and will work harder than ever to help Sporting KC achieve its goals. I will not make any further comments at this time while I focus on my commitment to taking all the steps necessary to make a healthy return. So, I mean... Truly wild to think about. Now, obviously, I had a tweet that I thought was funny. Actually, sometimes I'll, I'll tweet things and then be like, mm, I think that's funny. Other people probably won't. And I delete <laughs> things. But I was just like, why are you betting on MLS? Like, yeah, this is wild, dude. Like, go get in trouble for betting on something where you can actually win some money. You know? Yeah. And, and you know, 
like I said, I, there was somebody who I thought made a, a little bit too much of a joke out of the situation. And, and I don't think they were intending to be mean or malicious. And they were like, I'm just trying to point out that, you know, the league has gambling partners. So isn't there a little hypocrisy? And, and that is a very real issue that whether it's MLS or the NFL or the NBA or a major league baseball, any of them are going to have to deal with because sports gambling's here. It's not going anywhere. There's too much money to be had for the leagues for, for sport. And, and it's going to be legalized in Kansas probably next year, is maybe Missouri, Missouri next year. It's not oh. legal in either Kansas or Missouri, okay. but there, there have been uh, legislative items that have been pushing for it to be legalized. And so I was reading not that long ago that it might be on the legislative agenda in Kansas for 2022. That's early next year where it could start being legalized. And then you'll have wow. DraftKings or whatnot with their sports book apps that you can get on your phone and just do it all right from your phone. So there are very real concerns about people in general with sports gambling, but also players like the temptation is there. And, and, you know, Felipe didn't bet on his own games, but I mean, you don't know how far away he might've been from doing it. And, and the problem is, and, and, and this is what I want to get your thoughts on too. Peter said, he's welcome to come back, but clearly if he takes the right steps, clearly he felt very, threatened and endangered if he was worried for his own personal safety which means he must have been in some deep shit i was texting you about it and i'm like dude this is like like i just watched that sopranos prequel on hbo Mm -hmm. freaking many saints of newark and i'm just like was felipe involved in, in like the mob and shit man was he like borrowing money from people to make big time mls bets which sounds so stupid to say i i don't know how to even say MLS bets. That sounds weird. Well, he bet on two MLS matches, but it sounds like this, if this is a gambling addiction, this goes beyond MLS. So who knows on other things, he probably bets on a lot of other sports, but I had more than one person who aren't SKC fans come to me and say, Felipe should never be allowed to play another MLS game. This should be the end of his career. And my initial reaction, my initial reaction is that's way too harsh. Like let him go through his treatment. Can they back that up? Like you never done anything wrong. Look, I think you, you smelled some (laughs) weed at a party. You probably should be fired. Here's, here's why they said it. And, and there's actually more merit to it than I initially gave credit for. I'm still not there. I still don't think that's the case, but they brought up an inch, a couple interesting points, which is if his gambling debts are that big and he feels that threatened, unless law enforcement can find and arrest and get rid of the gambling ring that he was a part of, which is probably very difficult. He's going to continue to have these people out there who have this leverage over him in terms of you owe us all this money, however much it is, we don't know. And they're not just going to go away. They're going to want to continue to get their money somehow. So is Felipe going to continue to feel endangered? And is there going to be the temptation there where, where now you have somebody who's threatening you potentially to get them their money where he's going to be more likely to uh, impact the integrity of a match because it's I might have to take this risk because my own personal safety is involved. We don't so. know if he still owes people money. We don't know anything about that. Like that could be resolved. We don't know. So if you or our good buddy, Sean Goodwin, if you can go into the next press conference and say, Peter, is there still a threat on Felipe's life? Like, I mean, cause we care about the guy. Yeah. Like, is that, is that even a question you like someone could ask in those pressers in a roundabout nice way you're not smiling so i think you're taking me seriously but uh no i am i but i, I mean it's it's a fair question and i don't know the way to ask it the best way but but i it's think like it's, how could he possibly come back 
if there is a hit a continued threat on him even if it's not like we're gonna kill you but like if there's a continued threat he clearly felt endangered sure so he or his family or something I mean, he might get his addiction under control through treatment he went to a place where he stayed for a month and he's continued to be in a treatment program after that yeah but that's a a fair question i think to ask is what do you do about this looming threat of there's somebody who he must owe a lot of money to now you could hypothesize all sorts of crazy stuff well maybe the club just paid to make it go away i don't know but my guess is maybe my guess is you, you probably don't want to set that precedent of a professional sports team paying yeah. illegal bookies to make a threat going away go you away sent, you sent peter to meet them and say and, <laughs> and talk some shit peter's peter's jersey through and through okay yeah. like he He's many saints of Newark, man. He, he could get it done. So I guess, you know, it's just, it's tough. Cause like, I, you know, I don't think this is a bad mistake. This is clearly a bad sure. mistake that he made. Which and, makes me, I thought he was like younger than he is. I'm like, oh, this is full blown adult shit, man. Right. And, and, you know, I, I have very limited gambling experience in any capacity. I've put yeah, a couple you, of. You play the love boat slot at the riverboat casino. <laughs> I've, 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 my only gambling experience is in Vegas. I've put a $5 bill on a slot machine because I don't know the rules of anything else. So I don't trust myself other than to pull a lever. Or I was in and Reno for lost it. I, and I lost it. Or I was in Reno for a conference one time and it was during March Madness and I had 20 bucks cash on me. And I was like, yeah. I'm going to put 20 bucks on a game in, in March Madness. And I ended up losing it. And it's like, okay. Even, but I can see. As somebody who I don't think I have an addictive personality, but even that like 20 bucks when I lost it, I could, there's a, a brief moment where you're like, damn, I lost that. But if I hit on the next one, I could make it back. And then I'm back at even that there's thought crosses that, your man. mind. And I was able to be like, well, it's not, it's whatever. It's not worth it. Right. I don't have the cash. I have to go find it. But I could see how somebody who 20 bucks is easy to write off. Let's say I put hundred bucks, 500 bucks, a thousand bucks on a game. And I lose that bet. And I'm like, well, shit. But if I hit on my next one, I can get that thousand bucks back and I'm right where I am. Well, then you lose that one. I could see how this could snowball into something very bad. Right. You know, the extent so. of, uh, you know, I used to enjoy the blackjack tables for a bit. I would lose money, win money, whatever, nothing crazy, but I'm really into something totally different now called the Nike sneakers app. Oh, that's basically gambling. <laughs> but it's also not. Like basically, it's more you, like the lottery. If you want the shoe, you play it. But even the lottery, you lose money. In this, I don't lose money. I'm getting something. You know what I mean? I'm not putting down money and then it, and I just lose it. Like I do want the shoe. Yeah. I get chosen. I win the shoe. Do you wear the shoes though? Because I'm all like, Fuck yeah. Well, because see, I have a pair of Jordans. That's, that's a nice pair of Jordans, and I got it, and it's like a limited edition, and you they're red, wear? and. It, I'm scared to wear them because I'm like, Where I spent your kicks? 200 bucks on these shoes. Like, I don't want to ruin them. So who are they for? Who, I, that's who are that's you the problem. Like, that's the problem. I, they're in my closet right now and I look at them. <laughs> Bro, look at, look at this shit, by the way. Look at this. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh, those are some shoes right there. <laughs> I got a big shoe rack I just put up the other day. No, but that's the thing. You can't just have shoes and keep them there. Like, what do you have them on display and you have people coming over to look at them? No. Patrick Mahomes does. Them well, whatever. He's a millionaire. <laughs> you, I'm sorry to say, you are a common person, and Hold you on. should wear these shoes. Hold on. Are you, you, you just call me common? Are you telling me that I am not the same as Patrick Mahomes? 
You are not the same, okay? God damn it. I'm sorry, but you can't just bottle these shoes up, dude. People need to see them. Yeah. And if you can clean them, you know, wipe them down if they get yeah. messy. Don't wear them in the rain. Take yeah. care of them. But you're not spending money to put them on display. I'm sorry. If there's sneaker heads out there that are like, oh, no, you got to hang on to those. No, you don't. Where are they going when you die? Who are they going to? Some people do consider them an investment. Did you watch on Disney Plus, The World According to Jeff Goldblum? It was like oh, the yes. second episode. He did the sneaker one. And these, these dudes are doing like $35,000 deals at these sneaker conventions where they're like, we, it's a we, thing. we can't be on camera for this. And I'm like, what the hell is happening? It's a thing, but it's not my thing because wearing them out and about, man, I wore these 1985 Nike dunks the other day. And even my father was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> he, he's like, how much were those? I was like, only a hundred dollars. Not even bad. I did five, baby. The year I was born. That's good stuff. I do have both two pairs of special edition Star Wars Ultra Boosts. Yeah, I got, see, I, don't I got like the, Ultra Boosts. The Millennium Falcon Ultra Boosts and the X Wing Ultra Boosts and wore those to Disneyland the first time I went to uh, Galaxy's Edge. Because I was like, Do they what? feel good on your feet? Because oh, they, they don't like, feel good to me. They feel like socks. They feel like it. they don't, I don't have enough support and I, I got big feet, man. <laughs> Anyway, well, Anyways, you know, wear your shoes, people. <laughs> Felipe, I mean, obviously, we, we hope um, we hope that he gets the help and the treatment he needs. I mean, Peter, his comments were, you know, first off, he admitted to gambling and he felt he had threats coming his way. We thought it was very important to immediately take care of the player's safety. So we contacted law enforcement and Major League Soccer. And then... Um, that's you know, what, crazy. What if Felipe is just like, actually, I'm pretty sure I was followed here today. So yeah, if you guys could protect me, please. So yeah, I mean, he says that, you know, once we notified law enforcement, they were in direct conversation with Felipe and that took on its own path. We weren't involved in that. He said we were more along the lines of making sure he was safe. So the club wasn't involved in the like legal that criminal aspect. Well, and then, you know, Peter just says, and, and this is, this is what you talked about. If Felipe is following his therapy and the things that he has to do, I'd tell you 100% he'd be welcomed back. We're all human. We all make mistakes. I believe he deserves a second chance and I would for sure give it to him. That's cool, right? Yeah. Like that's not something you expect a coach to say. So it, your, your people that you've spoken to that say he should be gone. It's like, well, you haven't met Peter Vermees's heart. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. So, I mean, I think there are fair questions to be asked about how do you control the threat on an ongoing basis, but there are people more oh well-versed in that than, than you or I are figuring that out. So Felipe is just playing a game next year and like his, his fucking bookies have like front row seats and they're just sitting there watching him. He has to do an inbounds pass and they're like right behind him. Ah, oh, this is, this is out of a movie, my friend. I mean, I mean, it, yeah, that's, I guess that's the, uh, that's the concern, I guess. Yeah. Right. So, um, I don't know. It's, it's Probably just got really like mobster names and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could, it's just, you know, like it's big Willie or something, you know, I mean, it's not, here's another, here, here's, here's an, a, a better example. Um, Dwayne Rollins, who he's a, a, a Twitter, um, Toronto FC, sort of reporter this is a, a better a succinct articulation of sort of what i was saying before felipe hernandez bet on mls matches zero involving himself but he bet on mls matches 
Some will pull the Pete Rose defense out here and claim it's not a big deal. They're wrong. He owed money. The easiest way to clear a gambling debt of a player is agree to fix. He can't play again. Um, and then Mike Kuhn down the byline says, I'm not here at the moment, but I'm not sure I'm far away. The team and league need to clear evidence from Hernandez before he's reinstated that he is carrying no debt and that he's overcome his addiction. Even then, I'm still skeptical. And I think that's the thing is he cannot play again if he still has this looming gambling debt over him. The debt needs to go away sure. and, he need, and, and, and he needs to overcome his addiction. Only once both of those things happen is there a case for reinstatement. Otherwise, well, it's know, not safe for him or for the league. Cure your gambling debt by, uh, you know, hitting up a, a loan shark or something. Yeah. No, so, don't say yeah. Don't agree with that. That's not a good idea. That was me being silly. <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't don't say yeah it's not yeah not yeah i'm gonna keep saying you're not yeah, even just listening to, you're just i, I was, see you reading something i was reading like, a tweet and then i didn't I hear know. what you said so god knows what i agreed to. <laughs> no don't agree i said he should go to a loan shark to get out of gambling debt that's never good no, he shouldn't do that there you go don't, <laughs> don't do that I Let knew me. you weren't Ooh. paying attention <laughs> jamie your cat's dead behind you yeah nope <laughs> <laughs> look my cat already died not that long i know ago, so. it's too soon isn't it i knew it when i said it it's, it's, it's okay can't joke about it yet it's okay or ever <laughs> the other uh the other bad news for sporting kc um uh, involves unfortunately once again alan polito and an injury oh good um, tell me if, stop me if you heard this one alan polito uh you apparently had a, a, a procedure on his knee to like to a clean up procedure yeah what? Um, now He's, he's apparently out three to five weeks. Uh, that would put him back for the playoffs, most likely. But uh, that's you know. not a crucial surgery, dude. Anthroscopic stuff, that's not like, hey, this needs to happen now. Arthroscopic, yeah, it's, I mean. I'm no doctor. But, it depends uh, on how much it's hindering. Like, if he, like, really, like, was in super, you know, discomfort and couldn't really run around and was getting really stiff all the time, and, and they're like, you're useless to us and you're, we'd rather have you healthy for the playoffs than be subpar for the rest of the season in the play. Cause at this point, sporting KC are, are going to be in the playoffs um, oh, with a win on Sunday against Vancouver. Yes. Right. So, I mean, Seattle already has, has clinched a playoff berth. Um, New England's they're already not, clinched the number one seed in the East, but they're not far away from us, by the way. They're Seattle, five points I mean, ahead of us. Yep. And now we're even on games. We've even so on games. made up that time. Uh, think if we beat them at their place boom now we're within two points that's that is an absolute must win game and we'll talk about that so. later but i yeah. mean five points back with six games left you, yeah you that's a must win if we do not win yeah. outright in seattle we're not winning the west hands down and colorado's creeping and you might not even get second place so but alan polito he, so he's injured and you know we're gonna get hope to, to have him back by november We'll, we'll get to some more questions later, but um, Connor Bateman asked this question uh, and he says, it sounds like he should be back, but if Polito were to miss the playoffs again this year due to another injury, would we start to shift his signing as a slight negative instead of a positive? I understand guys get injured, uh, but he has even, but has he even played half of the amount of SKC games since he signed with us, being our most expensive signing and having the highest cap hit, I think he needs to be more available, especially during big games like the playoffs. Listen here, Connor with a K. It is <laughs> not 
bad what you're saying right now. Like it's, it's, he's not wrong. Okay. Uh, I don't want to criticize it too much. People get hurt. He does. A, and he does a lot of work, dude. Mm-hmm. He gets banged up. He does a lot in the midfield. He's not just your average score goal striker, you know? No. So you just got real bright, by the way. Did the sun just start shining <laughs> on you for some reason? I have my giant ass screen here that like, if I switch from oh God. black background to uh, it looked like Jesus a white background. Like, shining down on you mm-hmm. i'm being raptured right now actually <laughs> i was like it's freaking nighttime dude why, why is the sun in there but no connor's right man like this this alan Polito signing it feels it's great to have him and it's great when he's available but it sucks so hard when he's not mm-hmm. then again haven't we had some of our best freaking performances without him yeah the top three of daniel Kyrie, and johnny and now you're, 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 we're thinking too much about losing Allen when Johnny's coming into his own and lighting the world on fire and Daniel's still doing Daniel things. I, I don't feel like we're in trouble here. I do feel like we could be with that week and a half we just had off. Yeah, I mean, that'll be interesting once we, um, once we see sort of how things come out. Um, after the week and a half off, I mean, last time we had a long break, it didn't really help us that much. And Peter said as much that like sometimes not playing for an extended period of time, you lose your rhythm. I agree. Uh, this, you know, courtesy of, uh, you know, Chad Reynolds at the Chad underscore KC, he pointed this out to somebody. Um, in matches this season that Polito has not started, the team is seven, two, and four, earning 1.92 points per game. So, that's actually a higher points per game than what our aggregate points per game is for the year. We're at 1.86 points per game. And, and so, you know, that's not to say that we're better without Alan Polito. I don't think anyone thinks that. Um, I do think it's fair to wonder, okay, we can perform well without Alan Polito, but what about the depth? And I think that's where the concern is, especially in the playoffs. You need some depth because now we, okay, we got Kyrie. Uh, and if it's not Kyrie, it's Wilson Harris, but it's probably going to be Kyrie up top. Well, then who's our backup right winger? Now we got no right winger. And that's the problem. And that's sort of been the problem all year is we have no real depth on the wings and, and our backup winger is also our backup striker. And, and, and that's where it gets tricky. It's rough. And, and so when was this announced? Like he could be out five weeks max is what they said. Right. Mm-hmm. And this was announced what last, last week. Friday or Saturday. So let's just, let's just say the 10th. Okay. So let's say he could potentially come back for the playoffs, not going to come back for the regular season at all. Mm -hmm. The only game that I'm scared about that he will be missing is at Seattle. Yeah. And maybe at Minnesota because they, they tend to, you know, get a little violent with us, but uh, everywhere else, dude, Austin, Salt Lake, galaxy, Vancouver, like I'm okay with that, right? Yeah, I think so. But you know, so. you want that you want that home field for playoffs too, and it's just it's coming, people. It's right around the corner. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, Sporting KC, you know, they're back in action um, on the 17th, which is Sunday night against Vancouver. 
we did get a question about this game, uh, and, and you brought this up separately, but Pacific Northwest SKC supporters on Twitter says, any concern that Vancouver is a trap game because of recent history of SKC beating on them and the looming uh, match in Seattle next week? See, you know why I hate Pacific Northwest supporters is because they always know what they're talking about <laughs> no they, they they always they got the finger on the pulse they know what's going on man and it can kind of feel like that coming out of this break going to an away game time zone difference i i don't want to call it a trap game i i don't really know what that means sometimes to be honest <laughs> well i, th- I mean find a trap game if someone well, asked you to define a trap game? it's a game that you take for granted you're not you're not focused on your opponent there you're looking past them at like, in this case, we got a big game right after that. You got Seattle coming up. Ah, Vancouver, they're bad. We'll take care of business. They're easy, but we kind of got to worry about, about Seattle. And then you, you, you just take it for granted. And then suddenly Vancouver beats you. Yeah. But also like Vancouver sucks, man. <laughs> That's why it's but a trap game. I know. Like it's, it should be good to go, but as we know, anyone can beat anyone in MLS. So why would you freaking bet on them? I'm just saying, man, I'm, circ- I'm circling back. It feels like a poor choice. I'm just yeah. saying that's personally had a problem. <laughs> I, I don't, I, the good news about Peter Ramiz is I don't think they will look past Vancouver. I don't think they'll take this game for granted. I think they know, I don't think they can take this game for granted. And I don't think it can be a trap game because I, every single point left in the season is mm-hmm. crucial for catching up to Seattle. So to, to make up five points in six games, you don't, this is, Vancouver's a must-win game. True, yeah, yeah. So, the, I mean, you, you have to. You don't have to, if, because if, you know who Seattle's got coming up? Uh, let's look at the schedule here. Um, Seattle, uh, they, they just beat uh, Colorado uh, last week. That's the, the game that um, uh, got them five points ahead and level with us on, on uh, games. You know who they have? The Houston Dynamo. Oh, big kids. So if if Seattle beats the Dynamo, which they very likely will do, sure. and we draw with Vancouver, suddenly we go from a five-point uh, gap with six games left to a seven-point gap with five games left. And that's impossible. Almost yeah, it's certainly. It's not looking uh, every 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 game, every point is crucial from here on out. If we want to even contend for the number one seat, Mm -hmm. if we don't, then, okay, let's at least try to get that second place. You know what I mean? Let's try to at least have some home field games. Um, But like I said, man, Colorado's knocking on the door as well, but this is, this is crazy. And this is where MLS and silly season, it gets, it gets exciting, right? And stressful. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, we don't know if we're going to have Daniel Shallowy or Gotti Kinda available for the Vancouver game. We should, bro. Uh, I mean, they'll, they'll be there, but how, how much will they play? I mean, well, and that's the thing. Every, everyone's kind of scared about like, well, they've had this break and no one's played any soccer. Our, two of our best players have been playing soccer. So yeah. Shallowy okay. started over the weekend. I think he's playing like he played on Tuesday. I, I don't know. He subbed in, right? Yeah. He, I think he subbed in. Got Akinda, um, subbed in both uh, matches that, that he's played in so far. Hey, so that's cool. That's very cool. We'll we'll see. Um, but got a keen to lost to uh, Scotland, I think. I'm sure him and Johnny had a little banter. Yeah, and then he they beat Albania. I want to say I don't know. They they beat somebody. 
uh, Maldives, not the Maldives. I don't know. Moldova, I think. Now you're just saying shit. I just had it open and I closed it. So. Albino, albinos, all right. <laughs> <laughs> it was a night game. Uh, but for <laughs> I like that joke, so I'm gonna laugh. <laughs> um, and I lied. Seattle did not beat Colorado. They beat Vancouver four to one to to get level with us on games. So they just destroyed Vancouver. So, but they did beat Colorado recently, right? They beat Colorado more recently, recently. Oh, okay. But their their most recent game was was Vancouver. Gotcha. Um, I think we're gonna beat Vancouver. <laughs> Vancouver, they're like, hey, we get to, okay, we got to play Seattle. Who we got next? Oh boy, SKC. This everything sucks right now. <laughs> I, I think we'll beat Vancouver. I mean, I hope so. We, we so. really should. Please do not let us down on a nine o'clock Sunday game. Don't do it to me. <laughs> All right, I hate it so much. I don't know if you ever listen to the Chiefs reporters. They hate Sunday night games because they're like yeah. in the press box till two a.m. Especially when there's an hour and a half long rain delay. Bro, I didn't make it. I did yeah, not well, make it through the rain delay. You didn't miss anything. Didn't sound like it. But everyone's <laughs> it was, mad at Mahomes. That's it like Mahomes bad. actually isn't playing bad. So let's relax. Well, he played pretty bad on Sunday. Passer rating still amazing. Yardage, yeah, but touchdowns, everything's still great. He was he was not good. He was under throwing people. He was sure. I mean, some of some his couple of his interceptions obviously weren't his fault, but yeah. But through five games, he's actually arguably better than last year. So well, he's thrown more interceptions, I think, already this sure. year than he did all interceptions. Last year. But he's had more touchdowns and he's yeah. had more yardage. Passer ratings about the same. I'm just saying, let's relax on that. All right, you're a Green yeah. Bay Packers fan. You don't have a dog in his race. <laughs> no, I just watch my team repeatedly miss game-winning field goals over and over again until someone finally decides maybe we should make one. Is that what happened? So, the Packers missed three game-winning field goals, and the Bengals missed two game-winning field goals all within like the last two minutes in overtime until the Packers finally decided, okay, we'll hit a field goal. It sounds like a college football game. Yeah. It was (laughs) awful. No one can, no one has kickers in like the the Bengals kicker kicked the ball, thought it was going in. So started celebrating and jumped into his long snappers arms. And then the ball hooked the left and went wide left. And the rest of his team's kind of just staring at him. And he's like, yeah. And And the long snappers like, get your ass out of my arms. Bro, you missed. (laughs) And he kind of turns around and looks. Wow. That's bad. um, I don't know, but yeah, Vancouver, I think we win. So let's see here. Um, another question here. Uh, Drake Ewan, we'll, we'll, we'll answer your question and, and uh, this, or we'll, we'll talk about your question and that'll be our last question. Uh, why do the U.S. men's national team hate qualifying easily? That's what, what Drake says. And I guess a little that, sassy, little sassy. that leads us into uh, the, the couple of U.S. men's national team games that, that happened um hey first one was great right first one pretty decent lineup apparently what weston mckinney did wasn't all that bad because look he's back in the starting lineup wasn't burhalter like in so many words like i need to make an example out of him he needs to prove he wants to be here yeah and it's like here's the example i'm making he gets to start landon donovan was like stuff Landon Donovan was like, I don't know if he'll ever be able to regain the trust of his teammates. This is, you know, really serious issue. And no, literally, you know, next chance he gets is he starting. It and Grant Wall like- put out his article on his, uh, you know, Substack that he writes where apparently yeah. like Weston McKinney's like gathering people up for pool tournaments. They're like all betting with each other to st- take their per diem money. And I'm like, yeah, it sounds like they really hate Weston McKinney if they're all joining his pool tournaments. I don't, I don't like that. I mean, all that does is it, it tells a young kid that, uh, 
hey, do whatever the hell you want. You're still going to play because you're good. Like, what What the hell, man? Like, that just yeah. also says what? Burhalter does not have control over this team at all? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, the... Am I wrong? It didn't. Like it, I, the the first few games didn't end how he wanted to. Like you know, there was there was clearly some frustration, and people came out of the last few games being like, "Is Baralter the right guy for the job?" I'm talking and about so, the McKinney thing. Well, like I he think have... I think Baralter got maybe a little nervous and was like, "Well, shit! If people are questioning whether wow. I'm good enough for the job, I kind of got to have my best players in the lineup." And yeah. Weston McKinney's one of my best players, so I guess I kind of got to look the other way on the example I was going to make out of him look the other way see isn't that isn't that what happens for a freaking sports game mm-hmm. like i just this this, this never would have happened in something like the mighty so. ducks they would never play the best player <laughs> if they got in trouble like you no. just don't do that no and then you'd have uh you know one of the the the, the scrappy backups would come in and and be the hero of the game absolutely so. absolutely there's this, the thing is guess what a national team means you brought in your best players yeah from that country so you have the next best guy waiting to step up anyways. Probably would have been fine. Well, maybe not, as we'll talk about once we talk about the Panama game. Maybe but, not, because uh, <laughs> sounds like I didn't miss much, by the way, by going to the Woso game. I no. think I texted you and was like, huh, this doesn't seem to be going well. No. So the first game, I mean, man of the month, Ricardo Pepe, I mean, he had a brace. The first, sure. you know, first two goals for, for him. Uh, Nothing spectacular, this... by the way, dude. He just finished the goals he's sure. a finisher he didn't sure. create nothing and no no one's talking about those passes by the way ricardo pepe always amazing what about the people that gave it to him how come they get no love well i mean that's kind of the way it is in, in almost any uh sporting event like you know you think oh, about sure. you know nba like sometimes you look at oh great assist by so-and-so but it's usually okay. like you know, whoever made the shot or, or but whatnot. in football, Mahomes gets love just as much as Tyree Kill does or Travis. Well, Kelsey. that's because it's arguably more difficult to do what Mahomes does than what Tyree Kill does. What? But but in, on soccer, it's very difficult to put that ball into into a situation. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, I, get off your Ricardo Pepe hype train like everyone wants to be on. Everyone's <laughs> chug a lug choo choo shit. I don't think you need to do that right now. Well, I mean, look, Pepe's really good. He's the number one in the 22 under 22 list that came out that they do every year that yeah. you know, everybody yells about because somebody forgot somebody. Why, why even do the list? Like I, everyone's just mad anyways. Just so they can say they did it, I guess. But More controversy. You know, Pepe in, in the, the, the 49th minute, um, Cross came in and it, it was a good header. It was He redirected it on frame and, and it was a good header. So credit to him for, for finishing that because a lot of people wouldn't. The second one, was tapping he had to redirect it and and so it wasn't anything special so you're right but i we'd be silly to say pepe's not good he's very clearly good is he the savior of american soccer let's give him a little more time let's let's relax a little bit let's relax but yeah great game i mean it's nice to come away with that victory man 2-0 we beat we beat jamaica 2-0 but you know what we should beat jamaica to at least 2-0 if we're going to be you know the powerhouse on international soccer that people want us to be we shouldn't come out of there pumping our chest because we beat Jamaica 2-0. We should come out of there being like, that's the minimum of what we expect. I love that they're the reggae boys. Like, how come, <laughs> why doesn't USA have a fun name? Like, uh, like Greg's like, guys. Like the Denim Dans or something, you know? The Denim Dans. Denim Dans, man. We love our denim, right? <laughs> the, the things didn't go quite so well 
against Panama. What would you what would you call them? The Toby Keiths? Like what's more American than Toby Keith? Trucks and guns and and politics? I don't know. Probably. (laughs) I don't know. Call them the big rigs. The the problem was that, or what you know, a lot of people are saying is that Baralter made what seven changes, I think, to the lineup from Jamaica to Panama. And and look, you know, you you, there's a case to be made for for squad rotation, but seven's quite a bit. And there's some people wondering: Did he was Panama a trap game? Did he overlook Panama because he was looking ahead to Costa Rica, who? the u.s men's national team have in the past had some tough games with and it flat out did not go well um statistically they were outshot eight to five more damningly they were outshot on goal four to zero zero shots on goal for the u.s men's national team against panama panama scored uh in the 54th minute um off of a corner kick um and you know it was just like an fc cincinnati game you know jossie zardis missed a a clearance header um sebastian legette missed a clearance header and uh well i guess it kind of was a little too high for legette so it was more on jossie zardis and and matt turner could not get there to stop it so one zero that's how it ends um yeah usa are still tied for second in in um the group eight points Do you follow taylor twelman at all yeah oh he he has thoughts doesn't he he gets big time like animated and fired up and angry i mean he was pissed clinton dempsey was pissed yeah. clinton dempsey was saying they didn't look like they wanted to be on uh on the ball they didn't have any fight the taylor said this was like trinidad and tobago like this is how yeah. it was yep you know i mean the expected goals for the U.S. men's national team, 0.22, and I'm surprised it's that much if they got zero shots on target. So but that's, yeah, that's a good. We'll just we'll just say zero for yeah. uh, for fun. So this is kind of what you're talking about. Like, what do you think of Greg Bearhalter? Well, it kind of depends on the day. If you're a U.S. men's national team Twitter, um, well, I I I'm not even thinking about the game. Like, I was pretty uh, sore about the the Weston McKinney thing. I was just like, what the hell happened? Like, why is he just right back in there? You know, so. Kind of got a little chip on my shoulder there. Not saying people shouldn't be forgiven, but like, don't talk all big and bad when you're just going to do whatever. Right. So, I mean, look, I'm not, I'm not a big Greg Baralter fan in yeah. full transparency. And when he was hired, I was kind of like, well, wasn't weird that also that uh, it feels like y'all, the brother of the COO or whatever what gets hired to What's run the national team. Nepotism. Nepotism. Yep. That's what and I was I'm, gonna say. I'm not saying Greg's a terrible coach. He was decent enough with the Columbus crew, but you know, Caleb Porter takes over the Columbus crew and then the Columbus crew win an MLS cup that they didn't win under Greg Baralter. That's interesting. So, you know, Greg Baralter, he's not the, this international, you know, world-class head coach, um, there, there, you know, Tata Martino was somebody that was available at the time, and apparently it was vitally important that English be someone's first language if they were going to coach this team, which seems maybe not necessary as long as they can communicate with their players. Who cares if it's their first language, second language, tenth language? I don't care. Pretty sure a lot of these guys are speaking Spanish, anyways. Like, 
uh, tell me if I'm wrong. Spanish just seems like the, you know, maybe not the easiest second language to learn, but like maybe the most necessary in, in sports. Yeah. Yeah. You know, North American, at least. I mean, it's a, I'm all about it. I, we should all learn some Spanish. It's just, you know, I think, um, I don't know. I, I don't, I'm not sitting here being like Baralter needs to be fired now because of this game, but like, it's no, clearly, I think the better indicator of where U.S. soccer is, is that we're in this like rubber band state where it's like, oh, we win. We beat Jamaica 2-0. Yeah, we're international powerhouses. We love this team. It's so great. Oh, we lost to Panama. Fire Bear Halter. Like we just keep doing this like whiplash thing where it's like if we actually were in a decent state as a federation with a good coach who like we had everybody had trust in or whatnot. Yeah, you could lose a game and it'd be disappointing, but you wouldn't suddenly be like, oh, shit, do we need to fire him? So, and, and it would have been better if, like, the process to hire him were more transparent and not seemingly so corrupt. Yeah. But I don't know. They take on uh, Costa Rica tonight. So we'll see what they can do. The last few times we've played Costa Rica, 4-0 win, 1-0 win, 2-0 win. So we'll, we'll see. One would hope for a repeat of one of those. So mm-hmm. pretty crucial uh, last few points before we before they come back in November for a few, for another game or two. Yeah. So it'll be cool. uh, every, games every uh, month or so between now and March, March 24th. I want to say it's like the last game. Right. But they don't dabble in like the December and January ones, but yeah. I think they play in January, at least the U S don't they? Oh, okay. But Am not December, right? I think just, I think they might skip December. Uh, I'm looking it up right now. Well, why not just, you know, why not just do the old Google magic here? Yeah, with January 27th, they'll play. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure they skipped December, and yeah, they come back Janu- at the end of and January. Most of January, so. Yeah. I wonder if, uh, you know, we might host a World Cup qualifier at all. I mean, you got to, you know, one, two, three, three, three next year to book. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't think they've... Uh announced where those would be so not yet. um panama again honduras el salvador um march 30th is the last game that's on the road against uh, costa rica so they announced the november one yeah so i don't know man we'll see i mean i obviously am a, a fan of the u.s men's national team sure. and want them to qualify but i think you know we're also um shaken have ptsd from the last qualification cycle and trinidad and tobago game like taylor said where you can't help but wonder like oh are we doing this again like drake said why do they make it so difficult yeah that's what it feels like right i mean we're, we're all thinking about like okay four years ago we know what happened and how it felt and then how it felt to watch the world cup with the u.s not in it which hadn't happened for god no you know forever mm-hmm. so this is this is big time yeah it's uh i don't know it's interesting it's you know i think we're going to qualify i'm not worried about not qualifying this cycle but i also don't want to limp into the world cup i want to go into the world cup confident and being like damn we are we made strides during qualification we didn't barely make it through a, a, a federation that we should be tearing through and you know we're we're down going down a good path heading into the biggest tournament in international soccer so that'd be nice we shall see, but you got anything else for our good listeners? Oh, 
I don't think so, man. Just uh, shoot, we got a game this Sunday, and then then uh, then it's on to Seattle, isn't it? On to Seattle. So cool, cool, cool. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, as always, like we said, if you have not left us a five star rating or review, please make sure you do so. Uh, we would very much appreciate it. Uh, make sure you uh, check out hellotushy.com slash no other 10% off your hello tushy bidet. Go do it. Y'all know you want one. It's getting, uh, getting into that uh, fall weather. You're not going to want to get out once it gets a little colder into the snow that's coming eventually to buy more toilet paper. So you know what you I can do? I do not know where this was going. That fall weather, <laughs> you know, it messes with your bum's climate. You need yep, to that's what it give is. it a good spritz. Well, I saw a model from Fox 4 Weather. They tweeted out the other day where they said the first snow could come as early as uh, like the 23rd or 24th of October. Huh. So they're like, don't count on it, but one model saying it could. So That's y'all don't fun. want to venture out and buy toilet paper in the snow, but you no, know what you, you could do? You could have a bidet. Dude, so. you, you better be careful. I might just buy that expensive bidet. It's uh that looks like a, that's the freaking Cadillac of toilet seats right there. <laughs> well, if you do go to hellotushy.com slash no other, you'll get 10% off. So if you do invite me over to put my bum where your bum has been, because <laughs> I'd like to test it out. I don't need that, but yeah, you know, sure. you know what else you can do? It's called a moon landing. What else you can do is you can go to uh, bitly.com slash no other pod, get yourself some no other pod merch. And you know why now is a great time to do it? Because wow. today, October 13th through October 17th, $13 t-shirts and everything else up to 35% off in the store. Oh, and it's getting to be hoodie weather getting to be hoodie weather so like why not go get your merch get your hoodie Dude, get your that tank top hoodie that lightweight hoodie is uh makes me look jacked i'm just yeah, saying it's so legit it'll probably make the rest of you look jacked if that's what you're going for <laughs> it's good stuff slim fit slim fit bitly.com slash no other pod or check out the links in our bios sale going on right now you've been being eyeing that merch and you've been waiting for a sale now's the time go do it so sweet Make sure you uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at no other pod at Dan Kuzer at JCMax03. Like us on Facebook.com slash no other pod. Shoot us an email, no other pod at gmail.com. Uh, you know, how did you give a, a shout out to, to Garrett Alley? Um, he, he wanted us to go over contract options last week. We kind of ran out of, or actually, we got that just after we recorded last week. We'll we'll start going over contracts and options and whatnot as it gets closer to the end of the year, Garrett. So don't worry. We'll we'll hit you uh, with that a little bit later. But uh, nootherpod at gmail.com. Send us an email like Garrett. But uh, yeah, until next time, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. Hopefully we'll be back with a victory pod next week. And we'll talk to you later. See ya. Don't bet on MLS. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. 
Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.